Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Well, let's welcome our A-team uh, guest, um, who is a mental health expert and a clinical psychologist, Ellen Sweden. Ellen, it's a pleasure having you on the show once again. Good evening. Hey, Patricia. Very nice to be on the show again. And once again, really beautiful music that I'm listening to as I'm waiting to come onto the show. Well, I want to find out, have you been enjoying your festive season so far? So far, it has been very, very good. Thank you. It's been relaxing and has been lots of good quality time with um, with my wife and with the kids. And yeah, it's been really good. Thank you. Well, I'm glad and it's how, been how's good. Been? <laughs> Mine has been great. I've been working and uh, yeah. in between spending time with uh, the family as well. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you are mentioning family in everything that uh, you are talking about with the festive season, because that's what we're talking about this evening. Um, the, yeah. the fact that during the season, we sometimes get carried away and we forget to prioritize our relationships, especially with our partners. What are the things that we should be doing to make sure that we don't lose touch with our loved ones? Yeah, you know, I think that the, you know, the, the, this this season, I think we spoke about it the other evening, is you know, it's 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 so beautiful and it's and, and it can be you know really good meaningful moments with everyone. And at the same time, it can be so hard for a number of reasons. You know, like a lot of the time, I think we get to Christmas and New Year's and this time of festivities, and it can be the first time that we're having that without somebody, you know, that, that we've lost during the year or a relationship that we had um, that, that, you know, that, that we no longer are in. Um, and and that's, that's the kind of stuff that makes it hard. But the other thing that can make it really difficult around this time of the year, I think, is that we just don't have our regular structure and we don't have a routine. And although we fight against that and we think that we don't really need it and that we're just looking forward to just kind of long, lazy days wherever we are kind of at home and where we were brought up or at the beach or whatever it is, you know, that lack of structure kind of leads to all kinds of problems. And I think that that, that can manifest in difficulties with your relationship because, you know, your primary relationship because suddenly you're spending all this time together that you don't usually do um, at home. And like, you know, you can run out of conversation and it can be, it can be awkward at times. Mm, I can imagine. You know, I never actually thought that it's the routine that help us, helps us in our relationships to maintain some level of normalcy. Um, so w- w- without having a routine then, Alan, how can we yeah. ensure that we don't ignore our partners? Because others, um, and I'm not going to be stereotypical, but they're, they're the partners who will just want to laze out in front of the television, whether it's watching uh, the sports games or uh, playing on video games or sleeping and then there's the other partner who want to be so you know occupied with the kitchen and cooking and baking and uh, decorations and stuff like that so how do yeah. we make sure that we, we both partners are enjoying uh, whatever it is that they've planned for the festive season but they also um, still have time for each other you know, I, I think it's so much like like so many other things it's about it's about communicating, and I think those things that you're describing are fun, and I think that a lot of men, let's say in particular, like to spend a lot of time around the holidays. You know, there's lots of soccer on television, there's cricket, there's, you know, there's all kinds of things going on that's going to distract you. There's Netflix or whatever it is that you might be watching on TV, um, or there's, there's there's hanging out with your friends that maybe you don't get to see all the time during the year, and 
suddenly, you know, you're being invited out, whether it be to, you know, go for a, a hike or whatever it is, a game of golf or whatever it might be. And your wife is with maybe with her friends. But I think that, you know, it's so important to stay in touch and to just kind of communicate and say, you know, and find that balance and say, listen, I'm out for a couple of hours tomorrow morning. But, um, you know, why don't we prepare lunch together? Or why don't we plan that walk, you know, later on this afternoon or tomorrow afternoon or whatever it is. And just stay in touch during the day. I, I think that's so important for relationships. Staying in touch is uh, one of the most uh, critical things in relationships, and we do lose it uh, towards this time of the year. But now there's also the relationship with children, for some of us who have children. Um, for instance, I've been working throughout the festive season, and um, I, I, like I said earlier, I, I spend as much time as I can with my kids in between, uh, my naps and, and everything else I need to do. But then the kids as well, when it's holiday season, they just want yeah. to have fun. They, they don't really need mommy, especially when they're at a certain age where independence is something they need. They don't need mommy yeah. to be around. They want to play with their friends and play with their toys and, and just have fun. So how do we yeah. make sure that those relationships are, are cemented during this festive season? I can tell you, you know, as a psychologist, um, you know, it's, my kids hate it when I kind of sit down and say, you know, let's chat. They, they, they just don't want to do that. Um, but what they do like is if I say to them, you know, why don't we do something together? You know, like even a lot of parents, I think, sort of complain about lifting kids. But I find that some of the best conversations that I have with my kids um, are when we're in the car and maybe we're listening to music together and the conversation is not like kind of looking at each other and saying, you know, how are you really? Which I think kids don't respond to very well to say, you know, like, you know, how was your day? And it's much more casual. And so I think it's about finding things that you both enjoy, even if it's, you know, lifting kids or whatever or you know, walking on, like I say, walking on the beach or playing beach bats or something that they might, you know, kind of relate to a bit more than you feel like doing. But while you're doing that thing, I think that that gives you an opportunity to to kind of engage meaningfully, but in a much more casual way. And I, I think that certainly I've, I've found with, with our three kids that, that they respond better to that. Well, there's a lot of things that, that we need to understand when it comes to relationships, and sometimes we, we do lose touch. Let's take a bit of a break, and then we'll be back. A-team as we're talking with mental health expert and clinical psychologist Alan Sweden, talking about how we can prioritize our relationships during this festive season. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. A-team is we're in conversation with Alan Sweden, mental health expert and clinical psychologist, talking about ways to keep our relationships a priority during the holiday season. Alan, we've seen a lot of reports. I'm, I'm sure you've also seen them um, over this holiday uh, period, especially after Christmas, where people were either shot or stabbed by family members at family gatherings. Grudges from long ago and uh, people stepping on each other's toes um, resulted in this. The greater family unit, how do we ensure that we are not... We, we are not overstepping our, our, our boundaries. We are respecting each other as we gather for these family gatherings. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, that those tragedies, I mean, they, sometimes they just seem like such a South African phenomenon, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, these, these news articles bombard us. They just, 
it can it can be so sad to listen to some of these stories. Um, look, I think alcohol plays a part for sure. Um, it's alcohol, and then it's and then it's just a mix of dynamics, you know, where you're in a a crowd, often with people that you haven't seen for maybe or you haven't spent a lot of time with for a long time. Suddenly, you're all gathered together. You put alcohol in the mix. You put old resentments in the mix. You put, you know, it just becomes a sort of like just adding fuel to to a fire that sort of maybe is quite manageable a lot of the time, and then suddenly it just becomes it can get really out of control quite quickly, actually. Um, so I think alcohol plays a part, but I think that another thing is just about keeping boundaries. Um, you know, it's about again, it's about speaking to your loved one if, if you if you're in a relationship when you go into those situations um and making sure that you kind of keep an eye on each other and that you you know you're gonna you're gonna look out for each other and you're gonna you know support each other um and then it's about just like saying look you know i'm happy to see your mom or your dad or your sisters your brothers but um not every day and you know if if i sort of say to you i I think it's time that we head out that you trust me that that is the time that i've you know i've reached my limit um, I, again, I think it's just about you know communication and, and setting boundaries. I think it's just just so important, especially with those moms that and dads that you know like they haven't seen you for a long time or your or your loved one, and they just want to kind of like you know get as much as they possibly can out of the situation. But that can be pretty claustrophobic, I think, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You spoke about alcohol. Uh, alcohol is a, a major, major factor in our society. Uh, and I'm glad that SAB, SAB is putting out some ads that we must stay responsible. But yeah. alcohol does uh, play a role in the way relationships deteriorate. Uh, what, what should we be doing uh, during this festive season? Because we want to unwind. We want to we relax do. for those who drink alcohol. Uh, but yeah. it, it can taint a relationship and, and mar it for, for life. Yeah, you know, I think that the, the great thing about alcohol is that it can take away some of our inhibitions um, and it can sort of really oil those social situations which otherwise can seem quite tense and wooden in the beginning. Um, and they, they can just help to kind of get a party going and a conversation flowing, etc. But then um, it reaches a point where it can kind of just tip over um, and it can, you know, make us disinhibited in other ways where we sort of, you know, we can't manage our tempers and we can't manage our emotions and we can't manage, you know, like things that we are filtering where we kind of, we, we're thinking things and we're saying them as we think them rather than actually kind of processing them before we say them. And I think that's the problem with alcohol is, is the kind of misuse of it. Um, and, and I think then again, it's about knowing your limits and knowing that if it's a long party that starts at five or starts at three or starts at 12 and is going to go on for the whole day, that it's about, you know, putting a glass of water in there every now and again and just trying to manage your alcohol intake as much as possible. Just quickly, one of the things that generally speaking, if we speak very generally, an adult will metabolize one unit of alcohol an hour. There's no science to that. It's a rule of thumb that I've used along the way. So if you, if you think of a beer or a glass of wine or a shot of vodka um, as one unit of alcohol, you, you know, you, you'll be able to maintain that if you, if, you, if you have one of those units an hour. So if you kind of use that generally as a guide, you'll, you'll probably stay, stay, stay okay. Um, but alcohol can be very disinhibiting in, in very destructive ways.
Well, I'm, I'm yet to see some adults who take a glass of wine for an entire hour. I'm going to yeah. stand up and then, you know, uh, blow balloons and throw confetti because it would be a thing, right? Uh, but I think it it's, it's a good rule of thumb to follow because at the end of the day, you, you save uh, what um, the drink is doing to you instead of uh, pushing yourself to the limit because the body can only take so much. Let's talk about yeah. work relationships. Some of yeah. us have been at work, um, you know, and, and th th there are some work dynamics where people end up arriving extremely late to work. Uh, so the one who needs to move off the shift is inconvenienced, you know, because the other one came in drunk. And, you know, there's all these things that happen uh, during this festive season. How do we maintain our relationships with our colleagues? Well, that sounds like some difficult relationships there. I mean, if you know if your colleagues are are kind of coming in or missing a shift because they you know they've been drinking too much or whatever, then I think that um, it's it's quite easy to feel aggrieved, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I, I think it's about I don't know. I mean, I, I wish I had these kind of answers, but I, I really do think that it's about um, trying to be fair to yourself and to your colleagues at the same time and. You know, if, if you know you've got a shift tomorrow morning that starts at 8 and you've got to get up at 5 to prepare, then, you know, call it, have an early evening and after 4 as much as you can. Um, I think it's just it's just about protecting those relationships and knowing that they, they're they going to extend beyond the, the silly season, as you call it. You know, there's going to be January. Um, and, you know, we've, we've got to protect those relationships as much as we can. But I, I don't think everybody does that. I think that... People think that it's just okay to kind of be irresponsible around this, this period. And I, I think that that can have such negative consequences. Mm, mm, most definitely. And when do we know that we now need uh, some counseling or for, for, for our relationships, especially the intimate ones um, around the season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, we, we spoke the other night about our, our, our app, the Panda app, and um, the kind of the way that you can interact there. And, um, you know, we, we have lots of sessions in, in the forest around relationships and where people can go in there anonymously and and talk about what's going on in their relationship in a very anonymous and safe way um, and, and get feedback from other people as well. Um, and, and if you need sort of more help, you know, I think that the thing to note is if, is if there's a change in the relationship. You know, if, if suddenly the things that you both used to enjoy, you don't enjoy anymore. The things you used to enjoy talking about, you don't talk about anymore. Um, if you just feel that you're kind of buzzing at different frequencies, you know, most of the time, and that it's very difficult to connect in the way that you used to connect, I, I, I think that there's a, there's, there's a conversation to be had there. But really what you're looking for is a change, you know, something that, that used to be a certain way and that worked and that just isn't working anymore, no matter how much you're both trying to get there. I think that's the point where you've got to look at each other in the eye and say, you know, why don't we go and get some help here before we, before we go too far apart? Mm, very, very important. So the Panda app, uh, before uh, we let you go, let's talk about its progress since the last time we spoke. And I remember there was a code that you were giving our A-team. Is it still available for them to sign up? It is. I'd have to go back into um, my phone and check that. Um, but I think it was SAFM2021, all lower caps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, and if people, if people sign up with that promo code... Um, 
then we will give you free access to all the content and to seven sessions of chat support uh, until the end of February. So we, we encourage people to use it. You know, it's, 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 got, it's professional advice. Um, it, you know, the, the chat supporters, um, it's the, the, the forest is just peers, people that like you that are going through the same stuff. So check it out. Look for Join Panda in the iOS store, in the Google Play store and, uh, and sign up and, you know, see if it works for you. Excellent. Join Panda. That's what we need to look out for on our uh, app stores and would be able to get some of the uh, psychological support that we need or mental health support that we need. Alan, thank you so very much for joining us. It's such a great pleasure. I wish you well. If we don't speak before, then a happy 2022 to you and I hope that everything goes well. For you too. Thank you very much. Cool. Thanks, Patricia. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.